Lord of the Rings fans are furious about Watsy race swap. Target stock continues to nosedive, and there's box office turbulence for the woke mermaid. That and more on tonight's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Daily Nights. I am your host, Treasonous Truths, and joining me tonight is my co-host, Daddy Sins. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Daddy Sins in the house. You know, I feel like it's been a while since we recorded. It's only been a week because we took, you know, we, we do that thing where we record for three weeks, and the final week of the month, we, we yeah. do more recording. But because of the way we record, we have, like, usually, like, a, a stockpile left over. So. Exactly, yeah. It just feels like a bit. Yeah. We're back, though. And, oh, boy, we got some shit to talk about and some truths that hit your face, whether you like it or not. <laughs> it's going to be like that time Valix Dick landed, like, square face in, uh, what, square in uh, Astraeus' face. Yep. <laughs> All right. It's, uh, we're, about, we're about to do some uh, some truths to you guys. Right, Mike? It's like your name? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Treasonous truths. The only reason – okay. That quote, if I'm not mistaken, is from the one few politicians that I could – political figures that I could possibly stand, and it's Ron Paul. And basically, the quote was, uh, truth is only treason in an empire of lies. So, uh, with that being said, <clears throat> where do you want to pick up, sir? Do you want to start with uh, the big hot no, topic lately? We got to whole... start with the with the big black elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so recently, well, not recently. I love, okay. And I love elephants. I think they're cool. Yeah, elephants are fantastic. Um <laughs> Fucking done. <laughs> so, not recently. Uh, a few months back, when uh, Magic, when Wizard, uh, Grand Wizards of the Coast, I should say, announced their uh, Cash Grabs Beyond, which is the whole thing where they tie in different fictional universes like Warhammer and so forth into the Magic. Uh, the Warhammer, gathering. Walking Dead, Street Fighter, Fortnite, Fortnite. Trans, I think you said Transformers. Transformers, but that's a Hasbro property, so yep. that gets that gets a little bit of a slide, but not really. Doctor Who coming this year. That's October, slated for October at least. And the two that everybody seems to forget because they a lot of young people have a short attention span. Don't forget, for some reason, we're getting Final Fantasy and Assassin's Creed next year. So I can't wait for my Ezio, <laughs> my Ezio companion Sephiroth deck to fight against your uh, Optimus Prime. Uh... I don't know. Doctor and, then, <laughs> and then and uh, then will have a, a Chung Lee deck. Yeah. And then uh, uh No 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 that when they do their Marvel crossover, he'll have the Morbius deck. Oh, that's right. That's right. So oh. everyone who's listening, be sure to <laughs> at Dr. Vanish on um Twitter and be able to send him memes from his favorite movie Morbius. And if you can incorporate yeah. it's Morbin time as a comment on there, please do so. Morbius beyond beyond the uh, universe. Universe is beyond Morbius. You mean cash grabs beyond? Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's no excuse for them to do this. Like you mean honestly. you mean selling singles on secondary market? Quote quote that they don't that they claim that you know they don't look at. Yeah, you I'm mean doing like, the I'm doing the uh, Doctor Evil thing. 
like like you, you mean know? yeah the quotation the air quotes <laughs> yeah, yeah. The air quotes <laughs> the air quotes where like disney says they don't you know pay for people to go see their movies when they clearly do damn now i don't know how they're doing that when they're having such layoffs back and forth yeah no that's, but don't you know every company that does well they just do massive layoffs it, it's just it's a thing about good business if your company is prosperous you lay off people that's what you do instead of actually trying to bring more people on so you can become more productive and increase you know the amount of product that you're pushing that people clearly yeah. want oh wait that's not what's happening um <clears throat> if back-to-back losses have proven anything particularly in the disney uh, plus field when it comes to disney but going back from our little tangent a while back watsi um announced that they were doing this tales of middle earth thing and they released some photos of certain cards that kind of it's it was the, announced last year by the way it stirred the pot a little bit when they showed the, but the art was relatively recent, if I'm not mistaken, right? Um, so the some of the, yeah, some of the art is relatively recent. Um, it was announced still uh, last year that right. Lord of the Rings. So we well, so we did, knew about it for a while, but, but the, when did the Aragorn art first come out? So I'm going back. I want to say the Aragorn art actually went back about a few months ago. Okay. Because so it's if, funny how everyone's talking about it right now. Well, that's the thing. A few months ago, the Aragorn art came out. People saw it, and there, like you said, there wasn't really much controversy, which I was surprised by, um, particularly since there was such a response. It from... was two months ago, by two, the way. Okay, so two months ago. I, I looked at uh, I looked at the uh, the Great Air July's Waiting for Isom 2 uh, video he made about mm-hmm. – um, um, Black Aragon, right? Or as I called it yesterday, um, Black Aragon. No, Agron. 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 <laughs> like the Pokemon Agron. Remember, it's it's Lord of the Ra- Lord of the Rings. Lord, Lord, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah, he made a video about um, um, Aragorn's picture that first came out. The art for Aragorn was, mind you, this um, was announced two months ago, and he made a video about it. Where the guy who posted on himself on Twitter was crying because he could see himself as like that's him. This was, this was a black guy saying, "I can see myself as that." I'm like, "You what? You pathetic! You're a man. You're pathetically crying over that. Give me a break." Well, because they're narcissists. You know, that's a word that gets thrown out a lot, but they are because if they can't enjoy something, if they can't enjoy something because it doesn't have a physical representation of them in it. That that's that's problematic, mm-hmm. you know. They need that, to probably seek some, you know, a little bit of help. And like, hey, by the way, you know, just because you're not in something doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. Doesn't mean you can't take the lessons that this piece of art or this media, this thing is teaching you. Stories are either supposed to eat even the ridiculous, like we just finished watching almost all the fast series, right? Even the ridiculous stunts in, whoa, whoa, in those watch your, movies. Watch your ma- watch your mouth. Those are cinema masterpieces, okay? And, and I wasn't even a fan until I started. I binge watched them, okay? With some of them, with you. I told you, family manipulation. <laughs> family is very powerful. Yes, and yes. it has converted me. I have joined the Church of the of the Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, they tell me as ridiculous as that movie is with the stunts and going to space on a Pontiac Fiero Dude, with a jet engine. Fucking, they should have been dead. Yeah. <laughs> that series tells a good story with good character development and. It, it the the um, it shows you true honest family values, 
in that movie if you look if you look deep into it. And I think the problem is when people are calling when people are calling racist for even not even just being critique of Aragorn that he's black on two MG on two M Magic Gathering cards, right? There's a difference of being critique and criticizing a card, like saying, oh, okay, well, you know, he's black skinned, that's not accurate. He has a beard, that's not accurate. That sword doesn't look that great, right? That, that's not racist. No, because... that, that's not racist. That's not racist at all. Because if the shoe was on the other foot, I'm gonna let you know they'd be, be ripping into that. Well, here's the thing: as these people who are hijacking or trying to hijack the Lord of the Rings intellectual property or the franchise, I should say, right? These are the same people who think white people are the devil. They think that white people are the worst thing on this planet, but yet. Yet they latch onto the culture and the stories that are deeply rooted in, like, particularly Lord of the Rings, Anglo-Saxon, you know, culture, right? And then they try to pervert it and twist it so that they can what? You know, save face? So you can – yeah, so you can what? So I could see myself. No, it's you not. Know. Lord of the Rings isn't so bad anymore because yeah, it was written by this. It's their way, their coping mech, their copium, as it were. You know, oh, it's not so bad because it's it's written. It's yeah, it was written by a white guy. It has white characters in it, right? Clearly because of the descriptions in the book. And but 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 you know what? No, if we just retroactively just ignore that and just make the character black, that changes everything. We're not hypocrites. We're not narcissists. We're perfectly fine. That's what they think, and that's how they act. Yeah, and when people. They don't understand that it's not it's not being racist for not liking when art is subjective. I don't care what color I don't care what color fucking skin the pigment of your skin. I don't care if you look like I don't care if you look as purple as Barney the dinosaur, right? It is not racist for not liking the art. Yeah, you probably (laughs) should, you know, unless you want the fucking uh, I was gonna say Oompa Loompas, but uh, whatever that stupid show is. Teletubbies, there we go. There you go. Right? Teletubbies have dark. That shit was fucking weird. Anyway. Uh, Meat Canyon? I don't care. No, it was a different thing. I'll send you later. It was funny. <laughs> it's great. Right? Okay. I don't care if what color the skin is. If it's not, and this is the big thing people don't understand. This is not accurate to the source material. And obviously my post that I posted today on Twitter, you can see on my MySpace account, right? <laughs> Yes, go on. That garnered, uh, surprisingly, I garnered more views, uh, more more likes than when I uh, proved Kylie West wrong from the MJG community, right? It was 109 likes. And this I is what I exactly said. And you, for the people on there, you can go to MySpace on Twitter and look it up, right? I said, if representation matters, I'm just, before I say this, I'm going to say, right? Your quote, your in Hollywood, you're fighting for representation. You want everyone to be representative. You want these 20, 50 check boxes, right? Okay. I said, if representation matters, then why change it? If representation matters, all culture, backgrounds, and skin tones matter. All lives matter. Ooh, right? I didn't say that, but that just didn't it was funny. Right. And I said, why not make a new? I just threw this in a question, and people took it too seriously. And I said, why not make a new character? That could potentially tell a new story within the Lord of the Rings fandom. I just do it as a random question. Well, because any, and I'll tell you this: the reason why they don't do it is because anything beyond the Third Age, which is where you know Lord of the Rings takes place, right, or rather the three books that we know, which were adapted by Peter Jackson, 
uh, Baxi, uh, the animation by Baxi, and so forth, right? Those are the three books. So anyone who creates a character afterwards, right, people are probably not – unless you're a hardcore fan, they're not really going to pay attention to. And they're trying to appeal to as many normies as possible because, you know, if they can win over enough normies, they can, you know, cash in a nice check, which unfortunately I do think despite the backlash, I do think this set is going to do well simply because the the fact that it's Magic the Gathering and the cards are – you know, can legally be played – in any sort of tournament or game setting, and it's just, you know, the mechanics, you know, triumph over any sort of, you know, art that might be on the card. Yeah. And for clarification for the people before, you know, we potentially get any nonsense comments, right, in the thing. And I know some people said, like you said, they they think that this is going to flop. No. If so, if they made Lord of the Rings were to make their own trading card game, Right, and they just put characters on a card, race swapping, you know, that male would, to female, female to male. You add transgenderism and all that stuff in it. That would right? get bud lighted real hard. Now you get bud lighted, it wouldn't sell. Yeah, it would right? be like it'd be like Target, you know. Yeah, so you had to put you had to put that on the backs of despite everything going on, despite the third anniversary issue, despite the OGL right issue. Right, Magic Gathering is still a very successful and played card game in the entire world. It's the number one traded card game in the entire world. Yeah, these cards are cool. The mechanics are cool. I even said that in my post, by the way. I made my own tweet that you know probably didn't get a lot of views at all. I don't care though. It's, it's whatever, right? I like the cards. I like I like the card Aragorn the the Uniter the Uniter's effect. I think it's actually a very powerful card. But but it's not lore. It's the art. The character is not lore accurate. But I'm gonna say this because there, you know, I told you yesterday, right? There are people who don't like universes beyond at all. That's me. They yeah no they they don't care. As in, when the Walking Dead was announced, right? Mm-hmm. The Walking Dead was announced. That caused a huge controversy because these at the time, these were. Um, cards that you had to get within you only had three days to buy the cards so if you didn't buy within three days the sale was over and that was it but because the cards could be played in commander and other formats like legacy right these cards are sold out and hard to get unless you bought in the secondary market and it was sold on the secondary market for two to three two to three times their normal price right so then wizard started to do more quote started this whole universe's uh, beyond the segment, that I know fans of other fans of Lord of the Rings that do not like that that don't that do not like this because it's part of a magic set, right? And like you said, they're trying to attract the normies. And just like when I when I explained uh, when we did the last podcast uh, with Vashon, yeah, how my whole rant about normies, I'm tired of these normies because you want to know why these these normies are not. They're not true fans. They're like, oh, I just saw the movies, or I saw it on TikTok somewhere, and I saw this hot girl doing a cosplay there, and, this and person- now all of a sudden, I almost all of a sudden I like it. Okay, that's cool, but you, you're forgetting where these things came from, which is right? why gatekeeping is incredibly important. You mm-hmm. know, you have to gatekeep properly because if you let anyone in into the fandom willy nilly, 
they're going to pervert and they're going to corrupt it and they're like oh it doesn't matter that aragorn's black despite the fact in the lore he's descendant of house elros which were descendant of Numenor- uh, Numenorians, which were described as fair-skinned. You remember the comment somebody left? I sent you the picture. So the big thing that, oh, that they're he was saying tall, about dark and lean. Yeah, yeah. That dark, is that... dark is in reference to his demeanor. Because if you also know anything about Aragorn from the tales of Aragorn and Arwen, it describes that he has a dark demeanor. I bet you they didn't even know that was a book. They probably no, it's they they probably do, but they're part of the camp that wants to just you know subvert any sort of fact because they don't think anyone who pulls up the actual description will be able to combat it with another further description of the character. You know, yeah. and then there are people out there who are going to complain. Oh, Viggo Mortensen had a beard when when uh, Aragorn didn't have a beard in the book. Yes, valid, valid complaint, hundred percent. I agree with you. A minor complaint compared to changing someone's skin color, but you're correct. That that is correct. It's not a hundred percent accurate, but changing Aragorn's skin color from fair skinned to a deep skinned complexion, right? Which is the actual proper term for anyone who is not of olive skin. There are four types of skin types. There's fair, I forgot what the second one is, uh, there's olive, and then there's deep. Deep is generally synonymous with, you know, what we call black, basically, nowadays. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Aragorn is of a fair skin complexion, not the deep skin complexion. Yeah, oh. they they seem to get that, they seem to get, uh, get mixed up with, with the whole word in the quote in the book. And this is what I says, quote, by the way, for the people, that you can find this picture, it's posted ever on Twitter. And it says, quote, Frodo found that Strider was now looking at him as if he had heard or guessed all that has been said. Presentedly, with a wave of his hand and a nod, he invited Frodo to come over and sit by him. As Frodo drew near, he threw back his hood, showing a shaggy head of dark haired, flecked, right? Dark hair flecked with flecked gray and in a pale stern face a pair of keen green eyes so essentially he had salt and pepper hair yes yeah which makes sense because aragorn being a numenorean he is older than your average human he has lived longer or a descendant of numenorean i should say he has he can live and he does live a lot longer if i'm not mistaken he reigns over gondor for like over 120 years or something like that i'm trying i have to look i have to go back and reread what the exact number was but yeah he, he rules over a century of gondor you know, and he lives much longer than any human does. Yeah. And for the people that, that nitpicked, and they were right. Viggo Morrison, you should have not had a beard. You're absolutely right. If if we're gonna if we're gonna be very specific and detailed on the character, he should have had we we, we call this uh salt and pepper hair. Yep. You could have dyed it. You could have put some or white gray Gim- right? Car- or a wig. Yeah. Right? Uh, the whole facial prosthetic for Gimli, that was all, you know, that was all fake hair. It wasn't a real red beard. Yeah. You you could you could have given him that uh keen green eyes oh, contact. Gray eyes, gray eyes, gray eyes. Gray eyes, right? Yeah, gray eyes. So yeah, keen gray eyes. Yeah. Give him contacts. Make his eyes look gray. That's it. Yeah. That's not difficult. You no. you know, it's not like you spend hundred and fifty thousand dollars thousand dollars on Ariel's hair. <laughs> just Ariel's hair. Yeah, just Ariel. Yeah, hair. just her hair, by the way. Yeah. Right? No, keen uh, gray eyes, right? Yeah, yeah. keen gray eyes. 
right? And then he goes to the bathroom and shaves his own beard. Done. Done. That's it. That actually would have been uh, Viggo Morrison would have been literally almost perfectly identical. There would have been a few things. Like, supposed to, I think Aragorn is supposed to be also like incredibly tall as well. So. Yes, technically, yeah, he's a little bit shorter. All right, not a big deal. But it it is this is not again. People don't understand. This is not about hating another person's skin or race. No, this is this is about respecting the source material. Getting, the source material is not the fuck is not the movies, not the Peter Jackson. Despite how great they were, it is not the the really bad Hobbit movies, <laughs> right? The hot the first fifteen minutes of the Hobbit movie was pretty good. So. Yeah, Mike, that was like three movies. <laughs> like what? the first fifteen of, of the first. Of out of three of movies, bad. <laughs> there was a cool dragon scene. I think I don't remember. I fell asleep in the third one. <laughs> that fucking that's bad, right? <laughs> but anyone know? No, the the written the written source the written material. It is the source material. That's what you go by. Okay, and Hollywood has done race swapping for years and years to come. It has happened between. The big two Marvel, DC, it's happened in smaller studios, right? But you're trying to capitalize on a very popular and large uh, IP that is Lord of the Rings. Amazon already fucked it up with Rings of Power. It is garbage. And that writer strike is still going on. So thankfully, you know, Thank we're, not get, we're not getting a fucking Rings of Power season two. Not right. Yet. It's, it's, if that writer strike gets resolved, then maybe. But no, no. Unless they have to fucking spend a millions and millions, potentially billions of dollars to make that fucking show. They already right. Did. It's the most expensive show in television. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, over a billion but... dollars. Uh, yeah, Viggo Mortensen is. He's nowhere near Aragorn's height. Aragorn is supposed to be almost seven feet tall. Viggo Mortensen is cl- only five eleven. He's not even six feet. So. Okay, yeah. So we get it. Yeah, we have. We're gonna we're gonna criticize him. Did he still do? Did he was he so a very good? Was he still very successful? And he did a very good acting job in movies. Yes, he did. And that is for people. But there is a big difference when you change the pigment of somebody's skin versus uh, a shaven beard, especially when that, or contact eyes, especially right? when that yes, especially when that character is supposed to be of Anglo-Saxon descent, which is going to get to my next point. Like if you look yeah. at aside from Aragorn, if you look at uh, Aomer, uh, Marshal of Rohan, Aomer is one of my favorite characters. He's a man of Rohan. He's uh, was a Marshal of the Mark eventually, um, and he uh, is played by Carl Urban in the the Peter Jackson trilogy. One of my favorite characters, right next to Sam Wise Gamgee. The Roharim, which the people of Rohan, right? They're based off of Anglo-Saxons. Tell me, where in the Middle Ages? The fuck? Hold on, give me a second. Where's that coming from? There we go. All right. Uh, I had this weird thing buzzing in my headphones. Um, <clears throat> tell me where in you know the Middle Ages in Anglo-Saxony, right? Were there, you know, a predominant black representation? Just please, actual historical backing it up. Don't and don't give me this whole bullshit. We're like, oh, you know, maybe during the slave trade and stuff like that. No, actually, and if that's the case, then actually show me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't realize a lot of the a lot of the lore, especially high 
especially fantasy lore, any type of fantasy lore, all this stuff is is it comes off of it and, and is based upon real life uh geography and culture. Right? So yes, Aragorn's skin color is not just a skin tone change. You 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 change essentially, like you said, you change his culture and his background by doing that. It is Tol- you change Tolkien's vision. Yeah, you, you change. It, it's not that he had anything against um, what if it was uh, black people or Hispanic people or anything else. This is what he wanted for his story. Yeah, just like if you made it, just not you, but if other people made a story, or me, right? Yeah, and, no, absolutely. And me. I'm working. You, on story you right or now. anyone else made a story. Right, and you wanted all your characters in there to be uh to be black. Okay, okay, cool. Um, is it? And and it was actually based upon actual historical representation, right? That's actually accurate. So that's how you can truly envision it. By the way, not that you know your char- the character you see on the card has to look like you, so you can see yourself. No, that's. I mean, that's kind of subjective in a way. But in reality, how fantasy, how it's, it's actually it's really supposed to work is when you envision yourself as a character. Like when I say one of my favorite um, badass superheroes, he's actually number four, is Blade. I don't envision my my Hispanic self wait, as wait, I'm you Blade. Can't, you, you can't like Blade though, according to these people. You can't like Blade because yeah. it looks nothing like you. That's the thing. I can't. Yeah, apparently, because apparently, if if I use if I use these these narcissists and these Marxists, liberals, left, leftists, woke people, right? If I use your language, I can't like Blade because I can't see myself as Blade. Like, you go, you guys need help, mental help, seriously. Okay, when I see myself as Blade, right? I see myself that that I look like Blade. Okay, Blade is black with with uh, with with poofy hair. He's a vampire. And a badass sword. Alright? Let's talk about Blade from the from the movies. Obviously, you know the comics, but I'm not a big comic guru. And I'm not going to pretend to be either. But that's how I like Normie. that Blade. Yeah. <laughs> they can say, you can call me Normie in that. That's fine. I'm doing it right? jokingly, but yes. Go no, ahead. no, I'm talking about for the, the audience out there. They're going to say, oh, look, he's a Normie. Yeah, no. Um, it's, it's actually the complete opposite. Because all these things that actually got popularized, right? were were only popular and created by the people you criticize the white man you like to criticize so much right but they they sure as hell love the intellectual properties of quote the white man and yeah sure as hell want to hijack the intellectual properties and franchises established by the white man that they hate so much if you hate them so much why don't you in spite of them create your own and hopefully it's successful oh you can't why because Marxists are evil. Well, I should say neo-Marxists are evil because they're no longer Marxists. They're neo-Marxists, okay? And as J.R.R. Tolkien stated, evil cannot create anything new. It can only corrupt and ruin good forces, uh, the for- good forces that have been invented or made. Yep. There's this thing about, about, about creativity and everything, right? We, we, we're, see, we see, we're seeing all these nonsensical reboots going on in Hollywood, right? Because Hollywood is creatively bankrupt. Right? What? So you have to hype on, so you have to get upon these popular IPs that already had whatever their 
um, successful movie, television show, book, comic, video game, et cetera, et cetera, right? Why can't you make your own? But you're criticizing because the fandom is like, oh, look, all these white men and white people, they, you know, white men and people evil, right? They created this. You know, it's crazy how the villain is still white on a card. That that's crazy. They're willing to respect the source material up to that point. I'm telling you that much. Yeah. As long as they can, and, and yeah. here's the thing: they're able to change things too. If you look at the card Easterling, I think it's a mountain. I think it might be one mountain in like maybe two, two or three colorless, right? It's the one that has like the barbarian looking chick running with the the bearded looking like axe, right? Screaming. Mm-hmm. Easterlings are described as having a yellow tinge to their skin or of being olive complexion. That chick is fair skinned, and if you look at the car. I think she might be a ginger, a ginger, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you go further into the Easterling territory, right towards the southern regions, they're full on deep skin complexion, full on. But Watsy can't, you know, grand, you know, the grand uh, wizards of the coast can't, uh, you know, properly do that because it might offend people. Because it, it, it to these people who are narcissists, if God forbid you project a villain as a certain type of skin complexion. They automatically assume you think that that is what you think of all people of that skin color. Sauron is, is is of a fair skin. Do I think I'm evil like Sauron? Absolutely not. Because I don't care what his skin color is. It's a matter of the fact that Sauron is an evil dude. Okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, they, they on different cards, well, mind you, by the way, you pretty, yeah, pretty much. Mind you, what, what Wizard of the Coast does well? The art. Art's great. The art's fantastic. I actually like a lot of these cards from a more of a mechanical base, honestly. How from dare from you. me. How yeah. dare you? And and the art is actually pretty cool. Um the one ring honestly could have had the scriptures in the art. Like you really could have had the scriptures inside, at least partly half the scriptures at least. I feel like that's kind of flavor fail. Um the ring that tempts you is a flavor fail though. Because there is a downside to having the one ring. And there is no downside on this mechanic. So you want to talk about, quote, doing things by flavor? That's a huge flavor fail right there. Mm-hmm. Go on. So what? what is the one ring um, uh, effect? Ah, yes. The one ring. There's a lot of cards in the set that say um, do this effect either at the beginning or, the start of the, or, the, or in the middle of the effect. It says the ring tempts you. So the ring tempts you is kind of like is um, either like the monarch, right? It's kind of like a, it's either like the monarch or the initiative from Baldur's Gate or um, or uh, entering the dungeon in Adventures of Forgotten Realm, right? So it says the ring as the ring tempts you, you get an emblem: the monarch, the initiative, the three dungeons from Adventures of Forgotten Realms. There's your all emblems. The ring tempts you, you get an emblem, name the ring if you don't have one. Then your emblem gain, gains its next ability, and you choose a creature you control to become or remain your ring bearer. Right? There's a memory, there's a down this in the lore, there's a downside when you have the ring. Mm-hmm. Right? There's there's specific <clears throat> mechanical rules to the, the ring. The ring can't tempt you even if you don't control a creature. Can tempt you even if you don't. The ring gains its abilities in order from top to bottom. Once it gains an ability, it has that ability for the rest of the game. Each time the ring tempts you, you must choose a creature if you control one. 
each player can have only one emblem named the ring and only one ring bearer at a time. All right? So that's the rules of it. The first effect is your ring bearer is legendary and it can't be blocked by creature greater power. Little insight. If you target a non-legendary creature as your ring bearer, your creature becomes a legendary creature. Right. So, and does that does that does that get rid of the legendary creature rule or no? That is on there. So if one in commander you can have one. But if you're playing this for like for modern format or drafting, for example, mm -hmm. if you were to have two of the same card, you had to choose one and the, and the other one uh, get kiboshed. Get kiboshed. Go to yeah. essentially goes to the graveyard. You only it's, have one. Gets removed from the field essentially. Yeah. Okay. Second effect: when the ring attempts you, whenever the ring bear attacks, draw a card, then discard a card. Looting. Okay. Cool. Third effect: ring bear. Your whenever your ring bear becomes blocked by a creature. That creature's controller sacrifice at the end of combat. So if I attack you, Mike, with Optimus Prime, and you block with uh, Frodo. Uh, Frodo or Ryu, because yeah. you chose Ryu to bring the ring bear, right. and Optimus Prime is trying to take the ring so he can fuel the all spark with it, oh, right? Damn. You would have to sac, and you chose to block my Optimus Prime, you have to sacrifice your Ryu card, but you might play a secret layer Fortnite card in response. Who knows? Right. <laughs> this is the state of Magic the Gathering, folks. This is, oh, this is why you gatekeep. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm wondering if Wizard of the Coast is kind of running about ideas because your story. I, th well, actually, okay, your story so, was pretty good, but not going to lie, your story has begun downhill for the last couple of years. Let's be honest here. It's not a matter of the running out of ideas. They have no creative people on their team, or they have very limited creative people on their team. Teams, I should say. Right? To the point where. They're, they're not hiring based off of the merit of the person's ability. They're hiring based off of some sort of ESG, DEI, uh, social credit score plague, essentially, to summarize it sh uh, very succinctly. That's essentially what Twitter is. Because if you can say something right, you're racist because you don't like black Aragorn. Your ESG score is going to go up now. Yeah, or that, 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 that dumbass uh, Joe Cherries who actually blocked me. <laughs> like, yeah, he... Joe Cherries and the nitpicking nerds. Yeah. He has pronouns in his bio. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't immediately take you seriously. If no, anyone who has pronouns in their bio, I don't take seriously whatsoever. No. If it's comedic, yeah. like beep boop, like I've seen people do beep boop as a joke, I'll, yeah. I'll probably converse with you because you you have at least a fucking sense of humor. Yeah. But people who have Joe like, Cherry is not is not no they them. Sorry, you're a biological male. That if you're upset, I don't care. I just told you the truth. I told you this is this is this. I'm telling. We're telling you the truth, the truth regardless if you like it or not. Right, this is how daily nights. Sometimes daily nights, right? We're fun and we're just you know throwing at, we're making fun of people or we're talking about things. Tonight we're throwing the harsh truth to you, regardless if you like it or not. I don't care what opinions, negative opinions you have about me or say about it. These are things that are the truth, the truth, not your truth, not my truth, the truth. Well, there is only the truth. Yeah, I, I hate that term. My truth, your truth, her truth, his truth. No, there, there's no such thing. It's just the truth, and everything else is just. You know, someone's misperceived or they're failing to see what actually occurred, you know. Oh, I'm going to tell you the last effect of the ring, uh -oh. right? You're thinking there should be a downside, right? Always. Technically. Yeah. Right? Okay. You turn into when, Gollum. When the ring bearer deals combat damage to a player, each opponent loses three life. Where's the downside? 
yeah, being a ring bearer is not a good thing. Like, if you look at the lore, right, being a ring bearer really Fro- fucks with you. Frodo Frodo yeah. had to go to the Grey Havens because being a ring bearer took a, an immense toll on his soul. Essentially, it was a metaphor for his soul being, I don't want to say corrupted, but in some way damaged. Yeah. So he wound up going to the Grey Havens afterwards, eventually, right? Bilbo wound up leaving as well. Bilbo, you know, wound up leaving to the Grey Havens, but he was old as... And Bilbo as, Baggins. Bilbo, Bil, yeah. Uh, no, what did you say? Biblio Baggins? Is that what you call Biblio them? Baggins, Yodo Baggins. You fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, Bilbo was affected by it. Look at Gollum. Gollum is a clear case point of what happens to a, a person who is not Sauron um, yeah, who, and look, who and uses the ring. Look what happened. It was so bad that this that the that the uh the Gollum game was so bad apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so bad that that game did horrible. I did you know, here's the sad part. Someone Talk about on, trying to hijack an IP. I think Jesus. I forgot who it was I think it was a guy on Twitter called Red Mage or something. He was the one who posted the Gollum game. He says, Oh and I think it was like reviews. He's like, Oh, it doesn't look like it's doing too well. And I responded like Thanos style. I was like, I didn't even know this game came out. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even know. I Apparently, heard it, I heard it was in production. And I know Liam O'Brien. I think of um, Critical Role success, as well as he's the voice of Illidan. Uh, one of the voices of uh, Illidan Stormrage from uh, World of Warcraft or Warcraft in general. Uh, he voices Gollum in the game, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, I, I I knew this game was in production. I just didn't know when it came out and. It is it is god awful. I, I watched a clip of uh, this one guy. I think uh, it's part of the FNT crew. Uh, Mahler is his name, and he posted a video or, or, or a small clip of him climb, trying to climb up this wall, and like he wasn't being able to grab. It. Then he finally was able to trick the, the the geometry to you know grab onto the wall, and then when he tried to jump over to the next thing to grab onto, it instantly just gibbed him, killed him. The uh, the uh, geometry killed him. Like the indestructible bush in GTA Online. <laughs> yes, the indestructible bush in GTA Online. Yes. You know, I just real I I literally just fixed the ring the ring the ring effect card, right? So look, a, a lot of cards say when the ring tempts you. What it should have said, because there's supposed to be a downside if you're a ring bear, right? So each turn, it should there should be also another effect on it. And this would actually fix it, fix it from a flavor. From a flareful standpoint, right? Because Some sort you know, of poison we're, we're, counter type thing, right? Dad got kind of gets into Phyrexian territory. Well, not poison so, counter. Call it something else. Uh, um, no. So I was gonna say is, uh, you fuck the Phyrexian. Fuck those Transrexians. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, they're all they're, they're dead. Yeah, they're dead. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got po- got use poison counters now somehow. The the mighty Archangel Elspeth slayed them. So it was awesome. Yeah, that's nigga, cool. I like your stories sometimes. And my nigga, my nigga Karn, uh, well, my my boy Karn, I should say, he uh, he, he crushed uh, Elish Norn's head. Yeah, because because he finally realized, man, it's actually bad if Elish Norn rolls over. Dude, we were trying to tell you that for a he while. He knew now. that. He knew that. He his whole journey Just, was trying to figure out how to get rid of the glistening oil. Yeah, because Urza didn't exactly come with an ex- leave an instruction manual when yeah. he died, or not? Well, sort of died. Which they I'm... had to go back to the past to find answers, essentially, because it was already fucked. And by the past, I mean they had to go back to the second retcon story <laughs> of, <laughs> of the Phyrexian storyline. They should go back to Mercadia. That should be awesome. It would be fucking awesome. Right. The the ring bear effect, right? It should say each t- by. 
at the beginning of your upkeep, right? The ring bearer, the card you the creature you choose as a ring bearer gets a minus one, minus one counter on it. Okay. So yeah, if you like chose like a two two mm-hmm. to be your, your ring bearer, dead your next turns. upkeep, it's a one one. Your next upkeep, then he's dead unless you can unless power you him up or a, something. Exactly. Like if you do like a, a, a ramp green deck, that type of thing. Just give him another plus counter, and it, and then it takes it away. Yeah. But it's something like that. They're mm-hmm. supposed to be a negative, right? It's supposed to be flavorful. You're doing things on flavor, and it, it, and it aligns too because you look at Gollum, and clearly he's got a few minus one, minus one counters on him. Yeah. So that you know, there's there's a lot of ups and downs to this. The whole the whole Black Aragon being. Being a being a pretty much black skinned, and it's not just Aragorn though. Bonds. It's it's the Rohirrim, oh, like Aomer, Ro- like a, the the Rohirrim. They're not supposed. They're based off of Anglo Saxons. Okay, mm-hmm. hello. Oh, whose skin they changed too? Uh, uh, Gandalf, right? Isn't that, is did they really change Gandalf? Because it's kind of hard to tell with the card. But if you look at that box art, it looks like they did. The box art pretty much the box art that's right next to um or Galadriel. Uh, Galadriel. Yeah, is that, that box art that shows that Gandalf is uh, black. Again, Gandalf is not black. Gandalf, uh, I'm, I'm reading the books currently, again, and in Fellowship, I'm going through Fellowship right now. Um, with Fellowship, Gandalf, when you first introduced him, he's an old, wizened man. You know, Gladriel he, is black on one card. She's uh, white on another card. It, it's inconsistency, too. What are you What are you guys doing? Seriously. Well, to go back to the Gandalf thing, he's, he's wearing gray robes, has a silvery scarf, and like a blue hat. So. Yeah. But, but mind you, from from a mechanic base, the cards are actually really cool with cool effects, right? It, yeah, it, I mean, you know, for me the, though, that that's I, I will yeah. I will I will make sure my deck is no longer my Kozilek deck is no longer CDH material, right? Out of principle, because there 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 are probably a few cards that I could be adding to that deck that my Kozilek deck or an artifact deck, right? That I plan on building, that would be amazing. But at a principle, I refuse. Yeah. Um. For regular, for regular people, yeah, whatever. There's nothing here from from looking at it from right now from the spoilers that's quote uh CDH okay competitive uh high level competitive commander. Okay, so greatest, I can still, so I can still make you cry with my Grixis remove everything from playback. Yes. The only card technically that can technically go in every deck that's actually a universally good effect is the one ring card. One ring, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at a, like I said, at a principle. Yeah, no, that's fine. Me. Yeah, no, I know people who don't play with any universal beyond cards at all. They, I know people who despise them, despite that they like the IPs still. Oh yeah, because universe is beyond them, and in this kind of way, it is not magic. The gathering, well, yeah, cash that. grab beyonds. No, it isn't magic. It really isn't. It's putting the magic mechanic with a. It's like Leatherface. You know, what Leatherface's mask isn't really his face. It's some dude he chopped up and just skinned and did a gene, essentially. That's what Cash Grab Beyonds are, pretty much. Oh my god, I keep getting more notifications. Right, and I'm going to actually hint upon this, go back a bit, because the bigger thing, the big thing in Hollywood right now is their quote, is they want diversity inclusion and representation and if you paid attention to our our couple episodes in the past where i read to you on the on hollywood's um the hollywood checkbox list for the golden globes right 
that's essentially what what all of Hollywood and and nerd fandom wants is they they're trying to fight for representation. There is a ton of representation of all different people from all different backgrounds. It doesn't have to be just the main popular, but you want to know why? Because they want things to stick out. Just literally make your own fucking thing. That's it. Was oh, that too much work for you? Really? So you want to try to hijack other successful IEPs? It's man, right. I really hate. I really hate the the white man, or I hate the white people that made insert whatever IPs. But man, their work is great. But it's like what I said. They aren't creative. The create. They don't do. They don't do anything based off of merit. They do something based off. Of, and we talked about this, and you brought this up several times in past recordings. It's all check boxes. Okay. It's a matter of okay. How many? Midgets can we hire? How many or short people or whatever the fuck they're called nowadays? How many dwarves, halflings? How many yeah. halflings? How many Oompa Loompas? How many Ernies we can hire? Um, we love you, Ernie. We love you, Ernie. You're the best, bro. Anyone? Uh, oh, by the way, to show our love to Ernie at Chaos Malice on Twitter, be sure to send him your favorite moments from the game Second Sight or his favorite Final Fantasy game, Chrono Cross. Oh, anyway, he loves those games. Those are his favorite games. Whew. So. <laughs> Can't stop talking about it every day. <laughs> Not star earnings. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, you know, they ex black, ex Asian, ex ex. Oh no, well, less minus whites. That's 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 what their whole thing is. Minus whites, right? I hate that to talk this because it's so fucking stupid. It's when you d- break someone down into like a little box. Okay, white. That means that means Polish, Italian, um, uh, English, Scottish, Irish. When you do that, you automatically just race racistly, and that's being truly racist. Yes. Put all those people into one box, and you just assume because they are those things, their their cultures all the yeah. same. But going back to what I was saying before, before I go into another tangent, um, yeah, that's why they're they're not doing it on merit; they're doing it on check boxes. And sometimes they might get lucky. Maybe when they do that checkbox, that person is actually good. But more times than not, as we have been seeing, a la Disney, right? A healthy company does not lay off seven thousand people. Sorry, that's it. Just doesn't happen in any sort of any sensical world, you know. It's just it, it's it's incredibly frustrating. No, and the problem is that, and also by the way, if you judge somebody, or you say this person can't be in there because their skin is white, you are also inherent. You are also sorry inherently racist by judging anybody by their culture or their their skin tone. That's even white, like, like you said, for for the white skin tone. Right? Or you want to call it pale. Somebody tried to send me a fucking... I screenshot I screenshot these idiots' comments on Twitter right now. Don't try to screenshot. Tell me a definition of a, of a, of a pale stern. Right? These people are fucking morons. I swear. Right? There, you just named, uh, what, five or six different culture or backgrounds? That what? They're, because the pigment of their skin is of so, white or light color. So here, here's how racist that stuff is. Those demographic, that demographic bullshit. When they break you down, there's to white, different black, cultures Asian. of black people too. Yes, it's just not all dark skinned. Well, no, no, they could all be dark skinned. They're just not. They just don't share all the same color. So let's let's look at the quote people that are a small group people, not small group, but the people, some of the cultures or groups that get classified as white. Now, Italian, that wasn't happening. I don't think that occurred till after World War II, if I'm not mistaken. I have to double check after or around that time. Um, Polish, uh, Irish, Italian—I uh, already said Italian, uh, English, Scottish, you know, Russian, right? Six. 
uh, Spanish, right? Those are all considered, not Hispanic, but Spanish, are considered white, right? That's, Based that's on, seven. On, I'm not done yet. Let me finish. Yeah, no, I just counted. So. That those are cultures they consider white, and based off of that, you know, generalization, they assume that those seven cultures that I, those seven ethnicities that I mentioned just now all have the same culture. Granted, Italy and Spain on the Mediterranean, they're going to have similar, you know, dietary. You know, there's a reason why it's called the Mediterranean diet. Similar aspects of their culture, but they are still going to vary. Or if we want two polar opposites, why don't we take Polish and Italian, right? Two very different cultures, but they both get classified as white. Let's look at black. Let's look at African, Cuban, Haitian, you name it, right? Are are Haitians the same as people from Africa? No. Nope. Their culture, is it the same? No. How about let's go to Asian? And here's a fun fact. Japan doesn't consider themselves Asian, Right? But we'll throw Japan in there, right? Japan, who doesn't consider mm-hmm. themselves Asian. They get classified as Asian. Filipinos, um, China, India. India is technically considered part of Asia, right? Are you telling me that an Indian, a Pakistani, right, it has the same culture as some dude in Japan? And you could just lump them up into one group. That That's why this DEI, ESG, um, cultural equity... Race, uh, quote, racial driven hire is stupid. And it's actually more racist than the antithesis. Yeah. This, again, this, this, is, this is relating to what you even said before about describing, uh, about to, as I get to, uh, actually, no, I mentioned to you earlier when I was texting you, right? People, when you're reading, when you're reading a book or under, it's not just reading the story. Right, you also have to understand the author, how who the author is, what their ideology is, and what they vision for when they write. Because what they envision, what their ideology ideology is, is going to be in their works. Right. So to understand how Tolkien envisioned these characters, you would have to do a deep dive in into Tolkien, into his book, to actually read the fucking source material. Ultimately, he was creating a a mythology, just like the Greeks have their myths, the Norse have their myths, and so forth. He was creating a mythology for the English, or I guess the Anglo-Saxony, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, if you actually look at it, right? That's what he was creating a mythology for, because a lot of it was actually destroyed by the you know Roman conquerors and so forth. Not all of it, but a lot of it. So he was looking to create some sort of new myth, and. <sighs> Uh, it's just it's it's just disheartening to see people you know resort to calling people like racist or transphobe when trans stuff like that John Ch- Joe Cherry's guy did yeah. about his post. His post for some reason he had to throw transphobic in, and it's disheartening because it shows the lack of mental fortitude and willing to actually engage in a like a actually intellectually honest discussion with someone without calling them names that they aren't. Or just block you. Yeah, or block – like he blocked me. That was my first block on Twitter ever, and I've had disagreement, disagreements with other people on Twitter. Wow. I, it, it's crazy how if you, if, you dis, if you disagree with the Marxist or woke agendas, they just block you. They don't want to hear you. But if you agree with them, they're, they're, you're good. Wow. I, didn't, I, I can't believe that as humans we can't have disagreements. Well, it's, it's called a fucking cult. That's what they call we, it. So. I mean, yeah. That that whole idea, outfit mafia gang, transgenderism—it's it's all an evil Satanist cult, right? 
It is. I'm not sorry about it. It, it, it is, is the truth. I mean, we have about nine minutes left, so do you want to hop into uh, that as a perfect segue? Um, Target stock continues to lose um, $13.8 billion as it sinks to the lowest level since 2020 over the boycott. Uh, I wonder, what boycott was that about, actually? Um, you care to uh, enlighten me in the audience about, well, I already know, but you care to enlighten the audience about what this boycott was actually about when it, as it pertained to Twitter? I mean, not Twitter, uh, Target. Oh, man. I, I, I it, it could have been what did they did they get their Starbucks order wrong? No, you know? no, no. I think I think. Damn it! I think oh, I was another story. Damn, there's another story. Oh Damn wait, it. no, that that's uh oh yeah, that's that's about um this guy uh David Leave It as in Leave It Alone. Uh, you care to talk about this fucking asshole who's uh on, oh yeah on Twitter the, the 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 king of grifters maybe possibly. Oh no! I yeah I t- trust me. I screenshotted his post, right? Just like I screenshotted posts from not afraid to say it at all. I screenshotted a post from Professor Jimmy Wong, Black Nito, uh, Joe Cherry's nitpicking nerds, right? And 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 David, uh, what was it? How you pronounce his last name? I, leave I, it. Fun, I call him Leave It because it should be Leave Him Alone because he's Leave Brittany alone. Okay, so. <laughs> He he um David makes a post, right? And this is what po- this post sparked a huge fucking thing. The same racist Nazi fuckers who complained about a black elf in Rings of Power, right? Well, it's cuz it's it's not wait, accurate. Wait, hold on, hold on. How, how well did Rings of Power do? Question. How, how well? Yeah. Man, I I heard it made no. <laughs> <laughs> uh it yeah. Was a shit. It, it was a shit show that was absolute shit. And deservedly so. So much so that when the show was over, every news article, uh, period article, including like Vanity, that wrote these massive fluff pieces about how Lord of Rings was so br- – oh, not Lord of Rings. How dare I? I should fucking a thousand lashings for even calling it that. Uh, Rings of pa- – please forgive me, Tolkien. Um, Rings of Power, right, was so brave by doing all these – breaking these racial and gender norms and all this bullshit, you know, all these fucking buzzwords. And it wound up being an utter farce because as soon as the show was over, they these same exact news articles or these media outlets kept on writing about how much of a disaster the show was and that it was just a complete and utter dismal failure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you what this fucking guy said because he's, he's, you know, talk about the rings of power and stuff. He says, right, the same the same racist Nazi fuckers who complain about a black elf rings of power and a black mermaid in the lo- in the new Little Mermaid are now throwing a fit because there's a black Aragorn in the new uh, Lord of the Rings MTG set. I fucking hate how many races there are in the board game space. Um, first of all, I'm gonna tell you right now, you you could you could and for everyone else, you could take that safe space bullshit and throw in the fucking garbage. Safe space bullshit. Grow grow a pair. Be a fucking man. Facts. Or be an or adult a woman. woman. Be just be an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Be, be a whammon. Do you know what a woman is? <laughs> Apparently, it's the biggest fucking question in history I, I that, these, that these idiots can't answer. So. I have it answered, but you know, I, I, some of these people might not agree with me. Right. You want to say that? How? Wh- where does being where does being Nazi? Where does someone calling the Nazi have to do with with criticizing? Not criticizing. Uh, you can be critical on a person. 
or or anything, and it doesn't make you racist. It what the hell does Nazi come from? You're a fucking idiot. That's who you are. All right. You want to fucking then he, you know two article uh, another one. He had that whole thing about the Target toothbrush. You got you fired a young. You got a girl fired no, who's no, no, a she, man. Uh, was it? She wasn't fired. Oh, okay. She so okay. so to correct that. Um, he wound up calling the cops because, okay, so what happens is they put, like, when they do inventory, right, in particular, I think in the state of California, right, because of their tax code, they get taxed on fixtures and stuff as well, which is absolutely fucking stupid. Um, but goes to show you the shit state of California. Um, if you're still in there and you're a decent person, get the fuck out. Anyone who's, uh, part of the Sodom and Gomorrah people, just stay there, collapse with the city. I don't give a shit. Um... So long story short, uh, I, I guess a, a, a tooth, uh, an Oral B electric toothbrush was I left there by mistake, and he went to go check out, and he did the ultimate grifter thing because he's a fucking cunt, right? And he wound up uh, calling the cops eventually because they this girl would not sell him the toothbrush for a penny, one cent, yeah. and, it and was, she couldn't, she couldn't, yeah, because it wasn't coming up as a penny. And he called the cops. The cops, I bet the cop was like, oh, dude, come on, please. There are other things I could be doing in California, like maybe stopping someone from getting shot, stabbed, mugged because of uh, the shit politics and laws that we have in that state. And so it escalated to this whole thing where eventually the girl actually, I think, wound up getting like a bunch of like crowdfunding stuff. And she wound up going on vacation for a while. She kept her job ultimately in the end. She wound up actually winning, getting a plus from it. And this wasn't the only the first time this guy did it too. The second time, or the second time that I know of, was the McDonald's fiasco, where he wound up going through the drive-through, got a cup of soda, right, and then went in and then complained that they weren't going to do his unlimited refill. When the policy states that you get the unlimited unlimited refill if you are a dine-in customer, not a drive-through mm-hmm. customer, and that resulted in another thing. So it, it, he's done this more than once or twice as well. He's he is yeah. the ultimate grifter because he thinks that by having over 300,000 people as his followers on Twitter that he actually amounts to something. Yeah. No, because again, they, they all want this ESG fucking score. All right. And uh, the girl, and by the way, I have the pictures you sent me. You yeah. screenshot all that too. It says the Massachusetts item pricing law was written to ensure that food retailers remain consistent and accurate in how they charge consumers. He was complaining that it wasn't a penny. And that he couldn't afford a oh, toothbrush. Sorry, one shithole for another. There we go. <laughs> All these shit. Yes. Uh, this... Next, I'm going to be saying New York next because New York's another one. So. Oh, geez, yeah, that's a pile of shit itself. But yeah, <laughs> this is he says this at Target Manager Tory is not honoring the price of items per Massachusetts law, and you made a whole whole shit story. And you tried to you tried to fucking do some cancel culture shit, brush her off. Seriously, this is not this is not what social media was meant for. For you to bitch and moan, complain, get a fucking life. Seriously, your your three hundred or whatever follows that. Sorry, that's not real life. Because you know, at the end of the day, when the world goes dark, none of that shit's gonna matter. What's gonna matter is your brain and your mindset and your useful skills to survive. None of that other shit's gonna matter, and it will, and it's going to happen one day. Unfortunately, because of the things that are going on in the world, so you should be, you should, there's all people out there, you should be understanding what's happening in the world, especially in the United States, right? Because if you actually understood what's actually happening right now, 
a lot of these things you would not let happen or go on. And fighting for the and fighting for the culture is a big part of it. Okay, because okay. as like I said, they want to blame all the demos, the left, the leftists, right, um, Marxists, right. But just remember the cuck service and the Rhino Republicans give on the on the culture, the nerd fandom, and uh, this it's, it's we're only, here. It's we're only, here because they gave up on it. It's only the Uniparty. And by the way, this event this event was apparently January seventeenth, or at least he, he was tweeting about it on January seventeenth, twenty twenty. Okay. <clears throat> um, he responded with, he just had to call the police because at Target refused to sell me the toothbrush. Uh, next tweet after it, I did not call 911. Like, that makes it any better. I called the business number for the police. You still called the police, you asshat. And told them it was not an emergency and they could take their time and explained the situation. Uh you still called the police, okay? Just because you didn't call 911 doesn't mean you didn't call the police because this woman wouldn't sell you a clearly mislabeled toothbrush. Uh, the police verified at Target displayed the toothbrush at one cent. The store manager, Tori, uh, refused to sell me the toothbrush for displayed price. The police said I need to sue them and that they uh, and that they are making me a verified report to take the court to at BBB Connection. That's Better Business Bureau, another fucking scam. Uh, corporations like at Target are not above the law. This is him doing a bunch of lefty grandstanding. He's the one who, he's exactly the same person who, as soon as you start criticizing corporations, right, he will side with the corporations. Like, I'm pretty sure he's also one of these pro-jab uh, left-wing nutbags, right, that was encouraging people to get the, the jab, even though it could potentially have health ramifications. He also has uh, a bunch of pro-Ukrainian um, photos on here, as well, I guess, Ukrainians with soldiers with cats. Oh. Oh, yeah. did, he, did he donate money to Ukraine? He probably, did he? I know I did know, against my will. That's crazy. We we can send billions of dollars to Ukraine, but, you know, uh, we we can't, we can't do, we can't I think do this, this is the, the United States. Yeah. This is, this is nonsensical, honestly. He... Honestly, I think the best thing that should happen, people should just literally call him out on his shit, and then, oh, he actually lost followers. He lost over 8,000 followers so far. Holy shit. Or 800, 800, my bad. Thank you, by 800, not 8,000. Holy smoking crack right there, Brad. Um, it's good. 800 followers, yeah. So. Above all, the Aragorn cards, magic cards, if you like them, great. If you don't like them, that's great, too. Aragorn is not black from a lore perspective. Respect the source material. Create your own fucking works. Join the Iron Age media. Support independent uh, content comic creators. Stop being a simp on OnlyFans. Go to the gym. What else can I rant about right now? Because I'm on a ranting mood. Support indie creators in general. Uh, The Woke Mermaid. If you if you like it, great. If you don't like it, that's that's fine too. You're not a racist if you don't like it. That's it. I mean, I and it's not going to financially be successful. It's not. It has to. It has to, to make its budget. It needs to earn seven hundred fifty million dollars. I thought it was only at six hundred thirty million. Apparently, I was wrong about that. It's actually seven hundred fifty million to break even. Meaning, this movie has to be earned a has to earn a billion dollars. For it to actually be, how much was successful. the budget for Little Mermaid? The budget that they report is gonna is three hundred million, it, and it constantly is changing too. 
the initial budget is three hundred million. That's the initial production budget, right? But that that means nothing because that doesn't account for marketing, that doesn't count for reshoots, it doesn't count for a plethora of other things that get thrown in as well, right? And they initially reported it as about two hundred million or close to two hundred million, and then they changed it, and now it's at two hundred ninety-five million on the Wikipedia page. When in actuality, the initial budget probably is going to go up to three hundred million. Then when you factor in marketing, right, which is probably equal to the budget itself as a rule of thumb, right, that's automatically 600. Then you go into merchandising, right, which is going to be a complete flop as well. This this franchise or this this reboot of a franchise, the soulish cash grab, I should say, another cash grab beyond for fucking Watsy to get into. Um, it, it, it's God. Yeah, it's it's an it's it's probably going to be an abysmal failure or mm-hmm. just make its money back. What I'm saying. How do you need three hundred million for almost a CGI a film about a about a mermaid underwater? Besides having actors and actresses, because you have to spend one hundred fifty thousand dollars on their hair. Yeah, that's I'm crazy. One, I want actresses' hair. Yeah, the budget for Fast Ten was about three hundred forty million. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that movie was a f- whole lot more entertaining. It, it was. I seen it, and I plan to see it again. I'm planning again the DVD when it comes out. Right, how and that movie has ridiculous stunts that are out of this world. It has um, actors and actresses that are very, very um, su- successful in that franchise. Vin Diesel having other um, uh, famous uh, movies and other successful movies in the past. Right? How how does how do they have need a budget for three hundred and forty million for cars that go to space? Right for cars that are crashing it nonstop to use all these exotic cars, expensive cars, but you need three hundred million for a mermaid underwater for CGI. I I don't get it. It's 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 a scam. That, that's yeah. probably pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, it, honestly, the movie no... the movie could also be a way for Disney to retain the rights on the Little Mermaid because it's what they do. What they'll do is, and Marvel does this too, where they'll like for instance Captain Marvel, right? The reason why they they they'll reprint Cap uh, not reprint but new Captain Marvel runs is because they don't want the rights for the name Captain Marvel to go away. So they'll wind up, you know, making a half baked Captain Marvel comic, it, you know, piece of shit comic, and then it'll hardly sell, and then they'll just restart the run all over again. Man, you think they'd make new superheroes? Oh wait, they tried that. You remember Snowflake and <laughs> Safe Space. And Safe Space, yeah, that went well, right? The New Warriors, yeah, it was a, yeah, a Jesus comic that never Christ. went anywhere. Literally, it didn't go anywhere. It was canceled before it even hit the, went off the, uh, went off the ground. So, yeah, uh, Marvel and DC and Marvel, DC, Disney, um, I, 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 they're they're probably gonna crash if they don't change where they're going right now. They're gonna crash because mm-hmm. the Indiana Jones movie that's coming out. Right or the I can't say Indiana Jones will be the Indiana Jones fanfic that is coming out is looking to be abysmal. Even the media mm-hmm. outlets don't like it. Yeah. No, they don't. And uh, but but that's going to be abysmal. Uh, the Little Mermaid's not going to do financially success- successful. And even Guardians Three, I heard that was actually pretty good. Can't yeah. can't save it. I can't heard- can't save because you have uh, you have flop flop. One good movie, flop, flop, flop. You well, you can't make it. You can't make it. You can't even break even. That's the when problem. you have like that. You that's, can't. That's the problem. And this will be my closing notes before we call it a night. That's the problem 
when you had such a reputable and a strong brand, right? Regardless of Star Wars, Marvel, whatever it may be, and you just damage it because you wind up spoiling that goodwill. You know, that took centuries, not centuries, uh, dec- decades Decade. to build. Yep. I almost said centuries, but decades to build. You know, Disney wasn't Disney overnight. You know, Star Wars wasn't Star Wars overnight. Same thing with Marvel. It took decades to build up that trust and that legacy with that hardcore fandom. They're not, not the normies, right? And now it's all been squandered. And yep. they have no one to blame but themselves, even though they probably want to blame all the people that, that the fans that actually helped build them up and call them racist and call them, you know, every sort of ism or ists under the uh, the sun. When in actuality, they should just look in a mirror as to what the problem to see what the yep. problem is. You are the racist if you are judging or someone by their by their skin tone or the picking on the skin or their culture or background, even if they're white skinned. Even if they're black skinned, even if they're Skins mulatto, right, or some shade of brown. I mean, right. I'll, I'll tell you right now. Uh, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm working on this book right now, and one of the villains in the book, I totally picture like if it ever got made into a movie, right? Which I don't think it would, it would anytime soon, or at least not traditional Hollywood. The Rock would play this villain. That's how like I describe the character. Yeah. So. Yeah. When I look when I look at a thing, I envision myself as one of my other favorite superheroes, Black Panther. I envision myself that I look like Black Panther. Right, that's my vision. Not not my current self. No, no way. <laughs> I think Black Panther looks cooler. All right, that that's how that's how you that's how you really truly envision yourself. Well, you know, I'm already training to be a superhero, so you know, you know. <laughs> exactly. See, and people go to the gym. Yeah. You know, I saw There's I saw I saw Captain America like pull that helicopter in Winter Soldier. I was like, fuck me, I want to do that now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch Don't you and know? Shaw next. <laughs> how many times? How many times did? Did uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Letty's character, or John Cena's character get blown up? <laughs> Jacob, not get blown, not just get blown, fall on a car that that Dominic Toretto in his in his many variations of the Dodge Challenger and Charger catch them. Well, too, and remember, no broken bones. Remember, power of family. It's it's yeah. That's all that matters. That's it. Family. It's a power of family. Oh, and if you're paying attention to our daily nights episodes, that are you know been a little slow but you know we got other things going on in our lives and we got other things in our work too we have a fast and furious movie franchise fun review coming up yes um the first one will be not not the week of this week it, it will be, be in week. june yes yeah, it should be next week we'll be doing you'll be helming it you'll be the host of that and we'll be starting off with one two four and five mm-hmm. yeah because those are in sequential order so we're going to be talking about the fast movie. It's going to be a fun. This is it's going to, it's going to be a neon nights episode. So we're going to have hopefully have the whole crew on, or at least most of them on. Cito and... ejecto. Ejecto cito, cuz. <laughs> One foot at a time, puto. <laughs> Ro- Tyree skips. Yeah, I don't think he's listening, but Tyree Gibson. Yo, Roman's my favorite. He's my favorite character. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man, he's great. Uh, he was the best thing about Fast Two, in my opinion. In my opinion, so. nah, it's it's the best thing about Fast Two is the one line. Forget about it, cause oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear that, you know, you just know. If you're, if you, even if you haven't seen the rest of the movies, just hearing that line, you know where it's from. Mm. You know, you know where it's from. 
But I think that's a so, that's that's a positive note. I think we should end it right on there before we go into any sort of melancholy uh, about the rest of the entertainment industry. Uh, Fast and Furious franchise, absolutely fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad you decided to choose that as one because it was it was a lot of fun, particularly watching like the later ones with you, and then also watching binge watching the other. I think I read up, watched up to six before I watched them with you. Right, we started yeah. watching seven together. We yeah. saw seven, eight, Tokyo and nine, Drift. and Tokyo Drift, and Tokyo Drift. Yeah, which I think is underrated in my opinion. I, Tokyo Drift yeah. is definitely one of the top ones in my. So opinion. you know how we don't, you know how we don't care about spoilers, right? Yeah, it's crazy how they brought back Wonder Woman. Fast ten. That's crazy. I haven't seen it yet, so yeah. Oh damn it! I haven't seen it yet, so yeah. It uh, can't die. It's power family. You dude, remember, die. remember at Fast Nine, uh, Roman was like, "Yo, what if we're invincible?" Because <laughs> he gets shot yeah. up. He got shot up with several like high, like high, high caliber rifles, and he's like perfectly fine. Yeah, he's like, "Yo, what if we're lucky?" And the guy, you know, Tez, because he's a numbers guy. He's yeah. very scientific. Numbers, mm-hmm. very smart. Zeros and ones, ones and zeros. Daddy and then he plays him. him and he's like, nah, you're just a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> he just plays him. He lets him on and he plays him after that. Yo, but dude, my speed gauge doesn't go past 60. Who oh, that you put your foot down hard and pray to God. <laughs> he's been in so many sticky situations, but I love it. The the movie franchise yeah. is great. It's not meant to be taken serious. There, you know, but also the movies do as the family thing is a meme mm. it does show true life values well of yeah family. dom does everything he does for his family so that's why like when we get yeah. to fast what eight right it like it it's obvious like the characters should know by now like if dom's yeah. doing this it's got to be some sort of familiar yeah. reason what's going for on for him to go rogue in fast eight yeah. there was a reason <clears throat> yeah especially he gets but... letty who he who he loves clearly mm-hmm. yeah and... but we're gonna go in depth with all that uh, when we do our three part uh, Neon Knights, Fast and Furious Saga were fun, so we hope you enjoy that because it's going to be fun. It's yes, going to be a yes. lot of laughs, you know, shenanigans. It's um, just going to be about Fast and Furious. No, uh, no politics yet. That will be next week when some other bullshit happens. Yeah, exactly. People say that from <laughs> especially with this debt ceiling crap. But no, no, let's not get that. Uh, favorite thing from Fast Six? I love that line with Tyrese Gibson at the end with Roman. Just, oh, when he sees uh, Hobbs coming in, he says, oh, be careful. Hide your, you better hide your baby oil. And he goes, oh, you better hide the big-ass forehead. Yeah. No, that that was that is perfect because that was uh, – Improvised? It, it was it, – it just yes, yeah, so they just said it out of nowhere. That's great. Like he said that as a joke. He said that as a joke when mm-hmm. they were on set, and it was just perfect to keep in. It was just perfect. I love like things like that, like – like for me, when I, you know, when I say jokes, when we're just talking in person, I just can go on and on. I, I don't right. need a script. I work better kind of just improv. In the moment. I'm better in the moment with a lot of things. Hey, if that's the case, you, you know? should DM one of these days. Um, you should be a shaper one of these I days. told you, about my, I told you, I have a crazy idea DM. Sorry. Everybody's going to be broken, by the way. We have to sit, we have to, we have to sit back and talk about it then, if that's the case. Uh, Everybody's going to be broken. The main boss is going to be broken. Anything you can think of, I'll be like, just roll a dice. Natural twenty. All right, he dies, but he got, <laughs> but he's got plot armor because I also he's, rolled a natural twenty. Yeah, exactly. So he, here's here's final form part three. All of a sudden, he's like Simbun Sakura, Kageyoshi. Why why are there like a thousand cherry blossom like, swords? Bunkai. <laughs> yeah. And and then and Darwin's like, wait a minute. <laughs> and then we get Ernie to say the ku, the uwu thing, ku, the kuwu. What is it? Uh, uh, yeah, 
All right, oh, sorry. Right, let's, let's... Or, or you mean ooh woo? <laughs> <laughs> One of these days you got to get Cassius March to say daddy. Um... <laughs> I might. If I pull the one ring, because he did advertise it. Yeah, he did. If Mr. Beast or Post Malone don't get back to me <laughs> <laughs> about it, right? Right. This is speculation that supposedly Post Malone has offered a million dollars for it. So oh, that's fucking Jesus. crazy. All right, let's let's call it. But a- I mean, he spent eight hundred on a signed Black Lotus. Black I'm not surprised. Yeah. He's a very successful artist. Let's call it night. It's getting late. Um, but with that being said, I've been your host, Treasonous Truths. You can find me at Treason Truths on, uh, oh, wow, uh, Twitter. Wow. That, it's, it's getting late, so my brain's already shutting down. But if you want to stay up to date with everything Neon Nights, you can follow us on Twitter at Neon Nights FM, Neon Nights Productions on Instagram, as well as our YouTube, Neon Nights Productions, where we are slowly but surely uploading episodes. Uh, Daddy Sins, uh, where can the people find you, good sir? You could find me to my uh, number one friend on MySpace, Tom. <laughs> At DaddySin1776 on Twitter. You can find me there. You can see all my uh, not many tweets that I post. But just remember, come at me. Better have them facts because I'm going to rip you a new one if you don't. And like I always say, just remember Jesus is watching, so don't be a sinner. And with that being said, until next time, folks, stay golden.